0: TCS Wi-Fi keeps e-radio connected, fast, flexible and reliable. Visit tcswifi.co.za TCS Wi-Fi. It's internet. Only better. better.
1: And time for this again for tech plus uh, welcome to you if you just joined us also if you're new and listening a very big welcome to you you can get in touch with us during the show on 081 060 1640 And please don't send nudes It's just for messages, of course Relating to the show Also, no phone calls, please You will be rejected (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely one of my favourite times of the week If not my favourite time of the week You know, what used to be my favourite time Was watching Squid Game on Netflix Have you seen it?
0: No, and I've been told by many people to watch it Kane,
1: you need to see it I know what you like, you're going to love it I hate dub though, I struggle so much with dub but you can listen to the original and just read. But uh, I promise you, I'm also not a fan of it. That was my, that was a turn off for me at the beginning of it when I heard about the show. But then I heard how good it is. And I said, okay, I'll read a bit. It's fine.
0: I was watching the Philip DeFranco show, which is a YouTube guy who talks about news. Like you mentioned Gabby... Petito, mm. And then he went on to Squid Game, which he said he thinks is the best show ever by Netflix.
1: Yeah, it's it's number one in like 90 countries now. And, and the amazing story is the writer of it, he was working on it for 10 years and he got rejected by all the networks. Everybody said, no, we don't want your show. No, we don't want your show. He kept writing. At one stage, he had to sell his laptop because he was in financial trouble and had to stop writing. And then Netflix said, hey, let's, let's do it.
0: I read a very interesting thing about Netflix. Netflix released their top 10 TV shows. And it was amazing to see like five or six of those shows were dubbed shows. Like yeah. Money Heist. Yeah, uh, man, yeah, yeah. So for them, I mean, that's pretty. that's pretty interesting. So now my question is, is it because the shows that they have on there... Are very, very good that are in English, but it ran dry for a period and the only new stuff was foreign entertainment stuff. So I don't know if it's popular because people just had nothing else to watch and they <laughs> were like, screw it, I'll Yeah, I'll sit through the dubbed. Yeah. Because I struggle with dubbed. Same yeah. It I'm feels not like a there's fan. a disconnect between the voice artist style mm. and the actual scene
1: environment. Okay, but what about the you can listen to the original audio. Okay. In Korean. Okay, and then, and then just whatever, sums. and then read. That's better. That's the better experience. Kane, I'm telling you, you won't be sorry. My cousin forced me with a gun to watch it, but I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so glad she actually did that because yo, I'll watch it again. I want to show my brother. Actually, I'm gonna watch it with him again from the beginning. Nine nine episodes. If someone pointed a gun at me and said, "Watch a show," i just say all you had to do was ask
0: nicely. Like, I watch it. Don't watch but it. But
1: if you have a fear of heights and blood. Probably won't like the show that much, sure. but uh, yo, now listen, it's brilliant, eh? Only the best of the best will survive. Okay, it is a game like no other. The Korean
0: Hunger Games, it's
1: sounding like. Basically, yeah. <laughs> just just oh, next level. Listen, no it's brilliant. Well done, well done, right. Netflix. Okay, okay. Now, Kane, what the heck happened on Monday night?
0: <laughs> that that whistle itself <laughs> expresses it very clearly um, because
1: people were running to their routers and and disconnecting lines and cunning on and restarting their phones 50 times because they were convinced that something was wrong on their side because surely not, not all these things can be offline at the same time facebook is down Instagram is down and now WhatsApp is down no it must be my phone it must I be was my very dear
0: Makar I thought because I came back from the gym and I was <laughs> like okay let me send a message to my clients and I said wait why do I have a clock if <laughs> I read
1: <laughs> that, 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 that <laughs> privacy thing you did it except finally call <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was doing I was like
0: something's wrong here so I restarted my phone and there was still nothing and I'm like no that's very very odd and then I tried to call someone and it was just calling and I was like no Something seems highly suspect here. So I was like, no, I'll message someone on Facebook Messenger, no problem. Then Facebook Messenger didn't want to start. I was like, oh, something's wrong here.
1: Very wrong.
0: Then I read about it. I was like, I I went to Google and I said, you know, is WhatsApp down? And they were like, yeah, it's down. WhatsApp just went down. There were news headlines going everywhere. And Down Detector was... Hunting on as well. Exactly, there crazy. Was, there was lots of people like, "What's going on? What's happening?" Um, I read about some news and information. I was like, "Wow!" It's like, okay, there's only one place left to go to really determine what's going on. So I headed over to Twitter,
1: <laughs> and and everybody, did you see what Twitter said? they actually the actual official Twitter account said hello literally everyone
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they had something like the most active users that they've ever had
1: I'm sure but you know what the funniest thing is WhatsApp replied WhatsApp was their official (laughs) account replied to Twitter and said hello (laughs) and then McDonald's and then McDonald's chipped in as well and they were like hello and then somebody tweeted them and said hey go and fix your ice cream machine (laughs) i love it twitter was a buzz it was great and the memes let's be honest the memes were just brilliant it was great material for memes
0: they were they were and i thought it was really funny because i'm sure you know casper lee
1: yes yes south
0: african born very popular youtuber that started his own influencer company and and kind of quiet and down yeah he's very quiet yeah and he hadn't used twitch since july or june And I normally had my notifications on for him from a long time ago. And I saw, hey, Casper Lee tweeted. So I thought, this is interesting. You know, I haven't seen one of these notifications for a time. And it literally read, I have nowhere else to go.
1: Uh, he's funny He's a funny guy yeah. But listen Now everybody's saying Why did it happen? Because it's so convenient Now that it happened Because we've got uh, The former employee Who worked at Facebook With uh, a lot of claims That she uh, she came out with She spoke to The uh, Australian show 60 Minutes As right. well Many media outlets And she said Hey This is what's going on here Behind the scenes They're favoring uh, Hate speech And all that kind of stuff To make profit Uh, they messed with the algorithm so you'll see hateful things first and all that kind of stuff and then boom it went out just like that very odd and and you know okay there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around and then people were saying "Mm, it looks like mark took down everything to change the algorithm and get rid of the evidence quickly and then put it back up isn't it very convenient that is that
0: is and i've been thinking deep about that one and i said to myself you know if You have to go to the extent of doing a complete reboot. I don't know if... The thing is, I'm not a tech-orientated enough person to say whether or not Facebook can remove evidence Mm -hmm. without having to reboot their system. Mm -hmm. Um, And if that evidence that they were hiding was greater than the value of the amount that their stock plummeted, then it would make viable sense to do a reboot and lose 6% shares versus do nothing, get the evidence come to light and then lose more than 6% of their shares. So if it was a strategic move, it was very clever. But the the hack itself was, or the the misconfiguration of the servers, they put it themselves, was Mm -hmm. very suspicious because someone went onto Reddit, one of the Facebook employees, and said they couldn't access the building. Yeah, um, the physical building. They couldn't actually yeah. swipe their card and mm. get security permission. But like Facebook to enter. vanished off the internet completely. Exactly, the DNS and everything. Everything was gone, and then that post was later deleted. Oh, which is even more like very suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. yeah, why did 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 he feel pressure? Did someone track him down? Did but they say take that off right now?
1: But guess guess what? Guess where Mark Zuckerberg was when it all went down. Apparently he was on a boat. (laughs) So like kite surfing or something. (laughs) He was on a boat in 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 the sea. He was tubing far out, far out in the sea in in a boat. When he went, so he wasn't at the office at all. But I mean, we'd never know if there was a phone call from that boat saying, "Do it."
0: Zuckerberg was in the boardroom, and they're like, "Zach, I think it would be a good idea if you just left for a bit." Just. (laughs) Just here's a boat ticket. Go wherever you want. We'll sort this out. And no just way.
1: lose eight billion of your network. It's fine. <laughs> well, of Zuckerberg,
0: eight billion is like So yes, like you we'll losing five percent of your salary. Oh, yeah. okay, I can I can walk this one off. No problem. <laughs> but do you want to hear the official the official statement by Facebook yes corporation as to what happened that day and why it went down let's hear it so I'm referring to an article in Sky News which seems to have dug up a considerable amount of potentially valid information Um, and they say Facebook was hit by an outage on Monday that lasted about six hours uh, making not only its platforms inaccessible to users but also preventing staff from accessing (laughs) an internal networks too and here's something interesting off the top Um, the last time I saw this many people joining Telegram and Signal (laughs) Was when the WhatsApp privacy scandal was happening oh. I was getting notifications They had a massive increase in, a-
1: in new people joining them I Someone joined Telegram and Signal at the same time <laughs> then tele- Telegram didn't want to work for some reason on my phone It wouldn't load the contacts So I had to use Signal But I wasn't impressed eh? no. I messaged you on Signal But it's not a lack app
0: No, sometimes I get a phone call on Signal And I'll answer it's it weird. And my Spotify still plays <laughs> So my client enters into a party scene You know like, Oh wow this is this is a jabby <laughs> talk room. Um, the company has blamed a faulty configuration change and Mark Zuckerberg Berg apologized to 3.5 billion who were unable to use the WhatsApp, Instagram and Facebook platform. Now, I saw this tweet by Mark Zuckerberg and he said, and one of the parts of the tweet was like, I'm sorry, I have failed you. Sure. That's, that's what he said. And I thought, oh, that's that's like you seem like you're having a bit of a breakdown there on your on your crashing servers Mm because it doesn't I wouldn't say Mark Zuckerberg failed us unless he's the technician you know there for welding the servers (laughs) so I don't know why you would say that but it was a bit odd Um, they said sorry for the disruption today I know how much you rely on our services to stay connected with people you care about so what went wrong? the issue appears to have been caused by a networking issue in particular an update which broke how the company advertises where its servers are to the internet using something called the broader gateway protocol now I don't really understand why they chose the, the terminology advertisers where its servers are, but mm. to give to give a good idea of what the broader gateway protocol does is it communicates to your devices where your devices need to connect to mm. in order to establish a connection with that particular service provider. So if it was WhatsApp your device would look at the broader gateway protocol see okay i need to connect here here and here it establishes that connection and then the service is provided so the broader gateway protocol was the thing that went down which not which made it not possible for any device or browser to actually know where to connect to Mm. to receive the data that it was looking for Mm. but more than that it wasn't just from a device to a server point of view. It was also from Facebook has a Facebook workers working warehouse or something like that. They have a special name for it um, where... Employees operate on Facebook and communicate with each other, and they also lost access. Sure. To be able to access the server, so it was internal as well. Internal as well. There was mm. no way for an administrator or a technician to access the the Facebook backend and actually apply any changes or try and fix any changes. And on top of that, the misconfiguration also caused issues with the security keys to in order to access the the establishment, to access the building. So sure. remote employees couldn't access. To, re- to resolve the issue, physical employees couldn't access the building to in order to fix the issue because Facebook <laughs> was running everything off of this one main gateway protocol. You see,
1: that's the problem. It works beautifully when it works, but when it fails, you are screwed. miserably failing. Yeah.
0: I mean, imagine being locked out of your own building. I, I would start taking out the pitchfork and the hammer, and
1: just—I'll break my way in. You know, I would have been freaking out. Mark Zuckerberg definitely had a hard time, but he wrote a, a very lengthy statement also on Facebook, uh, also along the when lines of what on. you said. Yeah, when he came back on, he was writing he was it for Twitter, but luckily it came back. Yeah, on. He, and he was <laughs> addressing it, you know, and and talking about uh, you know. Uh, the security issues and uh, Instagram, the mental health matters that he's concerned about, and uh, also that he realizes that people rely on it. Because somebody said to me, "What if you were in a dangerous situation at that stage, or what if somebody was committing suicide and and you were on the line and busy talking to that person, mm. and everything was disconnected? How how's life looking now after that?"
0: Yeah, that's a very you don't good you don't
1: realize that, hey? You don't think of it that way. Mm. You're just like, "Oh, I can't speak to my friend," but. What, what, what about other people in more serious situations? Have a backup plan. Yeah. SMSs. I forgot about Telegram until it was almost back <laughs> on. But but listen, that was, that really was the biggest outage in its history, for sure. And uh, I, I don't know, we, we might see something like that again. But I don't think it's the last one. Well, I
0: think problems like this are often the root cause for more sophisticated solutions and mm. networking infrastructure. So now they know what to do issues. to prevent it, yeah. But it's just, I mean, the code is very technical. It is very difficult to manage. These kind of things happen a lot. But the w- the method of actually going and just making a general update to your servers and absolutely obliterating all mm-hmm. your parent companies, all your server access, all your employee access is so like it's never happened before.
1: No, like, imagine the guy who actually did that final push that final enter button on mm-hmm. that code or whatever. No. Or that configuration. Do you think he's fired? No, I think he was sweating, eh? Yes. I think he's sitting there with the stuff.
0: sweat tile just tapping his <sighs> listen, face. Like, no,
1: listen, I can't I, I can't even deal with that. Eh? I don't know how, how they deal <laughs> with it. But let's let's also talk about the implications. How would it affect no, I think we'll go for a music break, and then we'll talk about it, because you know, how would it affect an advertiser on oh, Facebook? No, how much are you losing on yep. Instagram as well, and the Instagram girls and the influencers, how are they uh, affected by it? Yes, welcome back to uh, Tech Plus. If you want to get in touch on our WhatsApp line, zero eight one zero six zero one six four zero. It's always good to hear from you. And uh, now we're talking, we're still talking about... Uh, Probably the biggest outage of social media in the history. You know, I wonder. I was wondering, Kane, if we had Mixit, then it wouldn't have been a problem. Because <laughs> their servers are just based in 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 Stellenbosch. So imagine Was, was that a South African
0: based? Yeah, thing? really. Yes. Wow, you don't see any every day. Yes. I thought that was international. No,
1: it was good. Eh? It was started in, in Stellenbosch, and they they service were there. I think until the end, they sold all the service when it. But uh, WhatsApp ruined it. Eh?
0: Yeah. No, it, they, they, they
1: didn't stand a chance. But I see our uh, South African Minister of Communication said South Africa needs uh, a new mix kind of thing. No. So we, we don't. can stay online. No, we don't.
0: <laughs>
1: Jeez. I've seen the telecom app. I don't, need, I don't need another one. Yeah, exactly. Now, Kane, what are the implications for social media going down apart from people posting pictures about their food and, and all that kind of stuff, not being able to post it.
0: So the implications for an advertiser if Facebook goes down are actually something you never really consider until you're stuck in that situation. Mm. So if your primary revenue channel is Facebook ads or Instagram ads, which is, which is a portion, which you just get with Facebook ads. If you mm. advertise on Facebook, you can choose to advertise on mm. Instagram as well. If this is a, a primary revenue channel, and you're relying on hitting 35 sales per day and now one-fifth of your day no ads are running Mm. so you're gonna be stressed out a lot in the time that you don't know when the service service is going to return because you're not going to be receiving purchases to your online business or your mm. online store or you're not going to be receiving leads to your service orientated company like a plumber or an engineer or any kind of person that needs to be booked or has a lead even an insurance company and things like that so anyone who was advertising on facebook would have received quite the knock um during that six hour span now luckily six hours is one like one third of a day you know Mm. and there are 31 days in a month so the overall impact is potentially half of a day missed yeah you know half of a day's worth of revenue missed in a single month which shouldn't do too much damage but i promise you if the the service was down for 72 hours if it was down for three to five days, it would be detrimental. Not just to the, adver- the, the person who's advertising, but the person who's advertising is going to find an alternative. Yeah. And that's going to be what affects Facebook. Ah, uh, Because do this, ad know. revenue will disappear. You yeah. know, you can't... And additionally, you can't... And now it's not such a big issue. But if for some reason there was a misconfiguration on the server, you've set up a budget on Facebook advertising, you're mm. budgeting to with no particular daily spend limit but you have an overall budget there's a misconfiguration on the server the whole of the european region goes down all the other regions are open there's a chance that your entire budget could be ex- you know could just be lost yeah. from a misconfiguration so i don't think this particular out- outage hurt too many advertisers but there will definitely be a drop in revenue yeah. um, for for primary facebook instagram advertisers whatsapp there would be also damage because things like KFC had the WhatsApp ordering functionality oh my gosh yes i forgot some about that some service providers offer WhatsApp and now they can't get their offers and Afrihost offers WhatsApp tech support There are others that offer WhatsApp-based business tools and services. So that would be actually where a big knock happens because communication in certain businesses are absolutely key. Support structures, supporting staff are absolutely key. That's why a lot of the time you'll see a new business comes out or a business emerges and then they win a customer service award. They win an award for outstanding customer service in the European region or the world. And the reason that they would make a business and focus so much into the support is because that's how important it is without good support you lose customers or mm-hmm. customers don't complete the customer journey that you want them to complete so i think the biggest knock might have come from
1: whatsapp going down not necessarily facebook wow. instagram advertising because we forget it was nighttime in south africa but it was daytime and peak time mm. in, in in other parts of the world absolutely know? so that i can only imagine what that must have been like and, and and an instagram or influencer on instagram how would it affect that person So I'm not too
0: clued up on the revenue channels for a creator. Um, I think definitely businesses that, like an influencer that has a a shoe store would be Mm. someone who takes a knock. But an influencer that makes fun creative videos isn't necessarily a major knock. Because if for any reason Facebook and Instagram shut down for an unknown amount of time, people will still go find them on another platform. They will still Mm. go to TikTok and look for them. They will still go to Twitter and look for them. So that's why we saw the uptake in Twitter acquisition and Twitter activity. So I think influencers wouldn't have been too hard hit, but they definitely have a wake up call for any influencers that are primarily using Facebook or Instagram are going to be in trouble. I think the biggest threat or biggest fear that might have come from it is people who used Instagram and Facebook to catalogue their life to have family photos to have photos with friends to have stories where they had something like amazing in their life and used it as a highlight if Facebook server w- wouldn't have come back properly, and Instagram servers wouldn't have come back properly. They risked losing yeah. a, a notable amount of history yeah, no that back- they might have ha- had across six, seven, eight different phones. Mm, oh,
1: exactly. So, yeah. so those
0: users might be thinking, "Oh wow, I need to really keep my stuff. My stuff, you know, not rely on a on a on a platform like Facebook or Instagram to manage, host, yeah. and have my own only access to." Family history. It taught Uh, us
1: not to be so reliant on it. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are, are really too reliant on it. I was actually thinking what would happen if it never came back on? How how would we? Would I was you, quite lost. Would you be able to carry on with your life? I think I would carry on, but I was lost. I was <laughs> like, my WhatsApp's gone. It felt like we went back to the 80s or something. Yeah, I had, I had frequent. Conversations but I was SMSing
0: somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you were SMSing me as well. I think. Oh
1: yeah. What messenger application is this?
0: I was like, what the hell? Like? Yes. Normally, I only get payment notifications
1: on this <laughs> thing. <laughs> <I was> using, <laughs> oh, it's when when Bay way Back in time, uh, and and got SMS. Remember when we
0: just used to SMS? That yeah. was the
1: primary communication. Challenge. Yeah,
0: but send me an SMS. So limited. So What,
1: 160 limited. characters or something? 160 characters,
0: one round in SMS. Yeah, I mean, you go, you you speak to ten friends. They're expensive
1: during the day. Yeah, nighttime no. was good. It was like thirty something cents. No, I got I got absolutely mutilated
0: by those SMS fees. I would go buy like ten round airtime, and I'd send all ten SMSs, and I'd be done. Yeah that would be my whole remember those scratch one. vouchers those motocom <laughs>
1: scratch vouchers that came in those little packets and then you would sc- open it and images couldn't be sent either Do you remember that? Yeah like You couldn't. couldn't send a big image That it was before it MMS. Like MMS Yeah, And even before that There was nothing Yeah and then And even before that They made pictures By using the commas And, and <laughs> things Remember the <laughs> operator yeah. logos? I remember and, that. Uh, Remember those little booklets That you used to get With the operator logos Then you would SMS the code To the number And then your operator logo arrives Yeah, And then you would have it On your main screen It could say <laughs> your name Or whatever Those were quite pricey Actually at the time Yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, if you, yeah, if you send the wrong code, then you would get it. And if you didn't save it, it would just be gone. You couldn't get, get them to resend it. it. It's crazy to think because usually it's just a portion of the
0: world that's cut off from these kind of services. But mm. you know that the entire world suffered this. And also to be noted that WhatsApp in South Africa isn't as advanced as WhatsApp overseas. WhatsApp overseas, you can actually make payments with. Ooh. So, some businesses wouldn't have
1: been able to receive. Payments? Sure. When are we so. getting that functionality? Yeah. Oh, no. What's What's the holdup?
0: They, they They said they would bring it, but then South Africa said only if they can buy electricity via WhatsApp.
1: Sure. <laughs> <Now> I'm joking, <laughs> but that would be quite funny. <laughs> We're still going to talk about uh, Windows 11 because some people are trying it out. They say they're getting Vista vibes from it.
0: Vista vibes. That's not good. No. That's not it's good. not good. I also saw something about Windows 11. It was the first time ever I was searching in some software. I think it was Handbrake. Um, which is a video encoding software, oh, yes, open source yeah. video encoding software, and I saw windows uh, handbrake download windows 11 i'm like yo <laughs> i haven't seen that yet you know normally you see windows 7 windows 8 yes. windows 8.1 now it's available for 11 yeah. now you see
1: people searching how
0: to download for windows but there's also a lot
1: of people who upgrade and then they realize they don't have the right components in their system
0: yeah that's a problem one. you need a special thing but speaking of big shutdowns and stuff did you know something happened on wednesday with uh, a streaming platform Twitch. Twitch. Yes, what happened to Twitch? A hackerino entered in, and uh, they felt they felt the blunt of it. I'll tell you that much. So, a hit uh, a hack hit Amazon Twitch on Wednesday, exposing information on payouts to content creators and unreleased Amazon Game Studios products. So, what happened was there was a amount of data that was leaked, and information on an upcoming product that Amazon had Ooh. prepared. Which is pretty big for a company that needs to launch these things well. That was all top secret. Now it was leaked. So the anonymous hackers said they were releasing the information to foster more disruption and competition in a post to the anonymous message board known as 4chan. 4chan is very popular for leaked data exposure because it's very anonymous and very odd. Don't go running around 4chan you'll run into some scary stuff Um, (laughs) (laughs) Amazon's video streaming service Twitch was hacked in a breach and uh this breach included details on payments to content creators and an unreleased product from the Amazon Game Studios. Um, the hacker wanted to foster... They they said... The hacker said that they felt that Twitch, Twitch community was a disgusting toxic cesspool Yo. in a post to the anonymous message board accompanied by the hack data. Twitch confirmed the hack in a tweet... Uh, but did not provide details on the extent of the hack and what data was obtained. They said, we can confirm a breach has taken place. The company said in a tweet, our teams are working with urgency to understand the extent of this. We will update the community as soon as additional information is available. And thank you for bearing with us. The hacker took, and listen to this, more than 125 gigabytes of data in the breach. Now, this isn't Oh I downloaded 125 gigabytes Of video data This is raw data This is data This is text based Data oh, yeah.
1: That was hacked So 125 gigs Is a lot but was- Ken, how, Where would you Even start If you want to Hack something Like Twitch Is it an inside job well, it's to be confirmed.
0: But there was apparently an issue with the configuration of their server.
1: So there was which sounds very similar to Facebook. <laughs> so I there was a bit of a, a backdoor maybe open for somebody who knows what they're doing to exactly, get it. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And oh. it might just be a Twitch employee. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so another bit of data that was also re- re- included was Twitch's source code which Twitch isn't an open source platform, so that's a little bit painful. Sure, Source code will allow you to recreate it in your own fashion. I mean, you can see everything, all the dependencies, all the information regarding code that you need to know to know how they wrote Twitch. Um, And mention of Amazon's Game Studios plans to launch an online store for computer games, which will be a rival to industry leader Steam steam and that's a big problem for amazon because steam and valve now know oh wow look what twitch was gonna release they were gonna release an online game store on twitch which could have rivaled steam Mm. and now steam has the opportunity to prepare anti-monopoly strategies exactly to prevent that from happening or even uh, uh, decentralized strategies to make sure they, they maintain ownership of a large portion of market share
1: but here's a question what if the hacker was from the competition
0: as as in from Steam
1: mm-hmm.
0: you just it spiced it up no it's very possible you know? it's very possible and what a better way to let because if you're Steam and that was a very good point that you made if you're Steam and you know about Amazon's new upcoming game studio You can't hack them yourselves and be the only person with that information. You have to release that information so that you can be someone who uses that information in a way that is non-tangible to you obtaining that information illegally. The minute it's posted on 4chan, it becomes open information. The only person that can be blamed is the person that shared it, but the people who take that information cannot be blamed. So it's a very strategic way of getting the data to be able to sneaky. be used financially <laughs> very sneaky if it was steam um so amazon bought twitch for a billion dollars in 2014 and the site is primarily focused on videos and live streams for video enthusiasts but we'll see how this develops apparently no credit card information was taken because they said good. they don't store full credit card information That's good, yeah and i thought that was quite interesting because i can imagine one way that they might make sure that they can save credit card information but not necessarily store it on their servers is to store half of it on their server half of it mm. on your browser
1: mm.
0: that way one person who breaks your browser doesn't see your card and the one person yeah. that breaks Steam doesn't see your card but together with you accessing it with your browser and in tandem Oops. with Steam you can access that
1: credit card yeah. information so that mm. might have been a clever move by them and uh, Windows 11 you know it's officially out now yeah. and you can get it if you're a Windows 10 user Yes, I heard but so. But the question is do you want it? No. <laughs> Why do you not want it? Is it because it's too new? Um, I think it takes
0: Windows Windows versions are only as good as the how active the developers are for the software that you use on Windows. So when Windows new Windows versions come out, if you're if you're a person who likes to use software that is not super duper popular but runs perfectly fine on Windows 10, the odds that they've updated that software to run seamlessly on windows 11 already is very very low so you're more likely to receive a a generally more buggy experience upgrading to windows 11 before software developers have enough time to fully update their software applications um, to ensure that it runs properly on windows 11 and uh, for, for certain apps it will be fine like whatsapp and discord and the very big app platforms Uh, but for smaller app platforms you know like handbrake open source or obs open source um, some of the software maybe even adobe premiere pro and and that kind of stuff might not be as geared and ready for windows 11 as something on windows 10 it's like the whole reason windows 7 stayed so popular when windows 10 came out um same reason yeah. so for that reason i'd wait another three or four maybe six months before i update to windows 11 because my whole workstation Oof, is carried no, on the no, back no, of no, no 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 system,
1: no no you no know? no uh, don't do it you know don't do it. <laughs> i could just tell you now somebody uh, wrote chad uh, uh, installed windows 11 today getting some vista vibes already that's so not that's good. not good i had vista and it actually broke my laptop
0: I remember Vista (laughs) best because when you used to copy something across... The 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 thing the, the the progress bar wasn't just linear going from left to right. Hmm. It would go up to ten percent, then down to eight, then down oh yeah, to seven, it would go
1: back, then yes, to twelve,
0: then to nine. Yeah, that was strange. It was very odd. Typical Vista. I had no idea when it would end. I didn't know if I'd be there for eternity, just waiting for this simple <laughs> file to transfer. Somebody
1: you know? commented and said, "Windows eleven is Vista's illeg- illegitimate lost child." <laughs> same cut from the same cloth, eh? Not good, but it's, it's now officially out. So if you want it, you can get it. It looks beautiful, but don't be fooled. Because it looks nice on the eye, the appearance. You know, that, oh man, look at that menu and everything. Mm. But is it going to work?
0: That is the question, isn't the, it? The
1: minimum requirements is a 64-bit processor with 1 gigs or faster clock speed. 4 gigs of RAM at least. I would, I would think more. 4 gigs of RAM, that's nothing
0: no it's well, got, that's it's a not lot gonna, just for an operating system yeah. to use.
1: 64 gig storage space you need a direct x12 graphics card um a uefi secure boot capable whatever trusted platform module version 2.0 a nine inch or larger display 720p resolution eight bits per color channel and an internet duh (laughs) 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 who survives without an internet connection for god's sakes for god's sakes yeah so that's interesting
0: so I think using 4 gigs of RAM is concerning um, especially for builds of 4 gigs or 8 gigs of RAM because you don't really expect it you know the the if you're a guy that has a a few apps that run you know you got your antivirus maybe you have slack maybe you have discord maybe you have whatsapp maybe you have signal maybe you have um adobe creative cloud you know if you have a bunch of software that is running on your computer this attributes to how much ram is being used at any Mm -hmm. given time that amount of ram can go up to three four gigs right whether you're using firefox as well you know your browsers they use a lot they can use one to two to five to ten gigs of ram i've had my browser use five to ten gigs of ram no problem like just eating it alive and now you go and you're using an operating system which uses four gigs of ram you have to have 16 gigs of ram in order to comfortably work with it yeah
1: otherwise it's going to overheat and the fan's going to be so loud and then yeah, even my, it will com- take off. even my <laughs>
0: computer at the moment. Some t- it's just the 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 thing about using Lancer RAM is sometimes I can right click a file and I'll sit there for thirty seconds because it's, there's just there's just no act ex- You know what the worst broken, is? Broken, you know. The
1: worst is when Windows Explorer stops working. Oh no! Then and everything, everything disappears. Closed. All you see is your wallpaper. <laughs> 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 and you just my question is always: like, What if it doesn't come back? <laughs> That's always my question. What if it doesn't come back? But it it always does. Forever, yeah, imagine imagine that. Imagine, but listen, you know, these streaming boxes. I mean, it's all the rage at the moment. Uh, Everybody's streaming, nobody's using decoders anymore. Mm -mm. I mean, last week we spoke about taking decoders apart and using the hard drive inside, yes. But um, the Telcom Lit Streaming Box at one stage it came with uh, a few of their products, they actually gave it away for free, okay. And um, this week, the users uh, or people who have that box got some really bad news. Oh, wow. Netflix stopped supporting those boxes. Why? I don't know, but that's not good. There's because some you know some what something, something happening there. That means you can't open Netflix on it anymore. When you open it, it says NW6403, so like kind of an error code. But that's not good.
0: I wonder if it's poor programming. Or Netflix being anti-competition.
1: So hopefully Telkom will be able to use a firmware update or something mm. now, right? Otherwise, if you have one of those boxes, you can't watch Netflix anymore. And I mean, no. that's the main attraction. Now you just
0: have Showmax. Yeah, and,
1: and if, if that works.
0: No, you're gonna you're gonna opt in for uh, for YouTube instead. But listen, of those Max. people
1: are not happy. Eh? <laughs> those people with the Telcom lit streaming boxes, they're threatening to flush it down the toilet. I would as we speak I'd be furious I'm like
0: you, you, you call it the lit streaming box and the one thing it's I can't lit. do with it is stream that's not lit <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> not irie <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool man it's not cool so I really hope if you have a telecom lit streaming box I really hope I'll pray for you tonight. That, <laughs> that there's a, a fix that will be released. I mean, my word, that's not good. But yeah, it's a good question. What is the reason for it? What do you think? What could be the reason? Bad programming. I think,
0: what maybe Netflix changed the way that they send information, and that box is just not capable of handling that information properly. You know, maybe that's the cause. But it's impossible to tell. I mean, if if Netflix, for whatever reason, wanted to prevent a device from being able to connect to them and attribute to more subscribers, it would be a very strange action to take. It's a weird direction to fortify yourself in because you might stop a bunch of people from being able to watch Netflix, but at the end of the day, those are paying subscribers. So mm-hmm. how you justify it, doesn't make sense so it must be a coding related manufacturing related issue and the only
1: way to fix it is is it a firmware update or throw it away
0: firmware update might work i doubt the hardware is causing the conflict i Mm. think it's definitely something to do with the software engineering on. okay so hopefully they can release a firmware yeah i've seen some of the telcom routers um not the greatest coding there Mm -mm. you know um, mm. You get these other routers that do a very good job of the coding behind handling that server connection infrastructure, like a Huawei and T-Link and them. Mm. It, it and Telcom is not a manu- phone manufacturer; they're no. a phone distributor. You know, they manufacture routers, not streaming boxes. So I don't think they have it's in their area of mm. superior expertise. So there's some learning to be done. I yeah, think it's yeah. a manufacturing. A code-related issue mm. versus a um, a fault or a malicious action from Netflix, sure. in my opinion.
1: So, well, good luck to you. If you <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> that's I see. Also, uh, this week, a vast majority of consumers said video streaming services like Netflix offer better value for money than traditional pay TV, like. Multi choices DSTV. Yes, in the new survey, 64% of customers or consumers say video streaming content is more entertaining than that of pay TV. Now there it is in the research DSTV. What are you going to do now?
0: Exactly. It's kind of like asking a person, do you want to go to the cinema and watch a movie we tell you to watch? Or would you prefer to go to the cinema and watch a movie you want to watch? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the latter every time. Exactly. You know? no, one wants to watch, no one wants to watch a movie because they can't physically find or watch a different movie. They want to watch what they want to watch. They want to be in control. They're in control. The internet puts you in control. Cable doesn't make any sense unless you're a kind of person who just... Loves trying new things, you know. Like what's on ESPN tonight, you know. What's mm. what's happening on on British tv entertainment tonight you know what's how do i find faulty towers you know yeah yeah watch reruns the brit box, so. brit box. Mm, the brit box is now also combating that so it's very di- i feel sorry for net for dstv because they're kind of fighting a losing battle you reckon the the product that they're trying to sell is going out of business yeah. cable is going out of business is being replaced by internet um they have to adapt. They're trying to adapt. Yeah. Kudos on them for trying to adapt. Yeah, they're trying
1: very hard. I'm, I must give it to them. You but know? they have all these satellites in the air and
0: stuff. They have... us um, I don't know how many satellites there, but I assume it's more than five satellites in there. Could the they air. take some of them down now? Well... You, it's very easy It's very hard To put a satellite In
1: space I think it's a little bit Harder to take a satellite Out of space How would you get it back How would you get it back Or do you just Leave it there And let it just orbit And, and explode Or whatever the call Bruce Almighty To lasso it <laughs> Maybe Elon Can go up there and,
0: and take it Bring it down For them or something exactly um so here's something else that's very interesting about competition so apple is trying to kill the keyboard with a head mounted device based on a new granted patent so they've just been granted a new patent to replace the keyboard with a head-mounted device, a device which attaches to your noggin. Um, Apple has filed a new patent that imagines a head-mounted device or an HMD that allows a user to interact with 3D images on a tabletop. The patent says a projector would be inside the HMD (laughs) to project games, apps, and a virtual keyboard. According to a report by Patently Apple, the US Patent and Trademark Office officially granted Apple a patent that relates to a head-mounted device that can provide a user experience that is immersive while allowing the user to interact with the system in a manner that is natural, familiar and intuitive. The patent covers using a physical or virtual keyboard and Apple Pencil to draw using a tracking device accessory. The virtual keyboard could provide users with many advantages over a physical keyboard. I think it's trying to to create an environment that is multi-purpose, right? So you wear this head-mounted device, you can project a keyboard, you can use the keyboard, you can use an Apple Pencil and you control, you can project buttons and play a game you can do a variety of things and it's a very interesting move from apple because apple notes that a keyboard is an example of an input device that is familiar to many computer users the use of a head-mounted device can keep a user's hands free to operate a keyboard or another device in a manner that is similar to the use of a keyboard which makes very little sense to me i don't know what they're talking about um but nonetheless They filed for this patent. I'm very interested to see what technology they bring from it. I'm very interested to see how that affects the physical world world, because when I first read this, I thought a head-mounted device to replace a keyboard, it's going to scan your brain. It's going to know exactly what you want to type. You're going to think dog. It's going to type dog. You, You might have very... A lot of brain fog, so it writes God. (laughs) You know, you don't know. Yes, that's gonna happen to me for sure. But it sounds like it's just a uh, it's a glorified projector, which can read input that you affect on the projection, which Mm. might be really cool. But I don't see you. You say, okay, we're trying to create a more hands free environment, but a keyboard requires one or two hands, depending if you're using a mouse, and now you're projecting. (laughs) something that requires one to two hands to no. operate so i don't know what hands-free about that is yeah but exactly It definitely might be interesting technology maybe they just there was some comments that went around that said maybe it's anti-patent activities so trying to secure potential future development of technology versus trying to manufacture something for t- to be sold tomorrow so i thought that was quite interesting i think they might just be trying to block competition in the future by securing patents around technology that might influence their success rate you know if someone replaces the keyboard puts it on a new laptop they might be in trouble so they i don't know what the end goal is there but they're definitely trying to build something that mounts on your head and allows you to do the things you would normally do with a keyboard and mouse or a stencil so it'll be very interesting to see what happens there
1: And now as we wrap it up for uh, today, uh, I see popular messaging app WhatsApp is working on a new feature that will allow users to continue listening to a voice note after leaving the chat. That's quite nice. Because uh, when you close the chat, then the voice note stops, right? That was,
0: I, I think there it was a bug that did that because I used to be able to turn a voice note on and uh. then go out of the voice note and it would still play the voice note. Oh, so
1: you had it already. But I
0: don't think it was purposefully <laughs> was it? engineered like
1: well, that. Well, it's a thing now. Because sometimes a- <laughs> I'm
0: watching a TikTok live stream and I can exit the app. I can exit all my apps with the live stream still playing
1: on my phone. Keep your phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean with uh, voice messages you can already forward it fast forward it uh, person sounds That's like a cool. Monk. Yeah, yeah I like that we do that when we have people who send you really long voice notes it helps you know because we someone, just want them to keep it short someone came to me the other day and
0: they're like I'm speaking I was speaking so fast yesterday I didn't know what was going on
1: <laughs> meanwhile
0: their voice notes are playing back at 2x <laughs>
1: It's like, no, turn it back to one X.
0: And
1: they're like, oh, makes very, I think the older people also do to understand. Yeah. It leave it on two Xs and they're wondering, why is everybody <laughs> speaking so funny and like they're on helium? Like they've
0: got a slow
1: Oh my word, yeah. But listen, and also uh, I see this week that you know that ESCOM is now uh, the world's biggest emitter of sulfur dioxide. Wow. It's the biggest polluter now above China. They must be proud. Even of that above tattoo. China, because China, they, because it's because we still have coal-fired power stations. Um, you know, China put they use technology or something. It costs billions or millions uh, to kind of it's something that you put on the. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. The towers that emit the All gas.
0: the, uh, the uh, Emissions and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they put something on it so it doesn't affect the earth as bad. So China has sorted. South Africa, where we still have cold-fired power stations, we are emitting that stuff still. And it is now the number one pollutant. In the world. In the world. Well done, ESCOM. And, and, and yo, what, you know, what, what are you going to do? Speaking of
0: ESCOM, they literally just announced yesterday... South Africa could be plunged back into load shedding for the first time since July as the <laughs> national electricity system is under severe pressure. Because of all the pollution. State-owned electricity <laughs> unit utility ESCOM warned on Thursday. ESCOM urges the public to reduce usage of electricity as the system is under pressure due to a number of generating units breaking down Um, while there is currently no load shedding anticipated ESCOM would like to request the public to reduce the usage of electricity the power system is under and we say it again severe pressure due to a number of generating unit breakdowns which will necessitate an increased utilization of emergency generation
1: reserves you know what they didn't get their price increase that they wanted (laughs) they always it's like a toddler (laughs) throwing a tantrum I'm telling you I'm seeing a pattern they d- nurse says, no, you're not getting that increase, then something like that happens. Yeah. It keeps happening.
0: I've seen it as well. It's a they, pattern. They say total breakdowns amount to 14.9 gigawatts, while planned maintenance is 4.8 gigawatts.
1: No, no, no. You reduce your pollution and I'll reduce my my. <laughs> usage. I'll, I'll use my kettle <laughs> off the dial.
0: I promise you. Just, yeah. Just reduce emissions.
1: I'm already using LEDs and all that kind of stuff. What more do you want me to do? I think it's just a joke how often... These units are breaking
0: down. Whether it's fake or not, I mean, you have not maintained those machines. There's always an explosion, Kane. No, there's an explosion. (laughs) There's a breakdown. There's there's some failure to transmit the electricity from one station to another Or the coal is wet.
1: The coal is wet. That was the biggest load of crap that I've ever heard in my life <laughs> that the coal is wet that was some rubbish you know, you know people used to enjoy the rain and now they go out oh no now the coal's going to get wet <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: like, you're, on a cloudy you're not worried about the rain something worse yeah no it's, no, it's embarrassing it is it's, and, it's, and it's due to lack of maintenance over many many years gross negligence gross negligence mm-hmm. everything is breaking down they're not repairing it in such a way that it doesn't break down again There's plugging
1: problems It's whack-a-mole Exactly Yeah If you keep on plugging the problems Eventually the whole thing comes tumbling down Exactly And as we know
0: We're not generating enough nuclear power And we're not generating enough renewable power To validate you know, the next 20-30 years We're not producing more power generation stations We're just repairing the ones we still have it's a catch 22. There You're needs right. to be something done immediately to alleviate the pressure because we're going to only use more electricity. It's not going to get less. It's no. not like people are going to be like, you know what, we need to not candle the dinners. <laughs> no. That's what we need this
1: evening. Yeah, no. well, maybe maybe we can do with uh, a candlelight supper, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, like Hyacinth Bouquet, which is a British series. She's always having her candlelight suppers. Maybe we should kind of adopt, adopt that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We have to deal with it. We have to work around it. We have businesses to maintain and, and keep going in, in, in this country. And it's almost like a computer game. There's always some kind of obstacle in the way that we have to. Jump over the economy
0: is already limping from COVID, and now yeah. you're trying to go pull off toes. You know, it's yeah. like <laughs> you need to you need to reassess that situation yeah. ASAP. There should be more focus on it, and we shouldn't be a I mean, I I went the other day. I couldn't believe it. I buy electricity and 100 Rand units. I buy 100 Rand's worth of electricity and then I use it all up and I buy another 100 Rand's worth of electricity. And I'd done it two or three times and I went to the shop to buy my electricity and I saw, okay. (laughs) I bought 100 Rand's worth of electricity. They charged me, obviously, VAT. It's it's a natural thing. It was like 14% VAT. (laughs) So, of my 100 Rand, I'm only getting 86 Rand worth of electricity. They charged me 30 Rand service charges on my last 100 Rand. You're not going to get any units for So that? I had 54 Rand worth of electricity from my 100 Rand, from service charges in VAT what did, How many units did you actually get? I got for like 56 Rand's worth of units. And the, the thing is, it always happens because I always use 100 Rand's electricity. So I always pay service charges on 100 Rand's worth of electricity. And I always end up getting far less than 100 Rand. And it really makes you wonder, like, why that is... That doesn't make any sense to me. You know, you're not actually getting what you're putting in. You, you're... You're buying electricity, paying VAT on the electricity, and then paying for using the electricity you just bought. (laughs) <laughs> I've ridiculous? never heard of it. I <laughs> couldn't... I was reading one of I was like, no, I, I, I feel like I'm getting scammed. yeah. <laughs> Daylight true. robbery. It Daylight. is. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I use 100 rands worth of electricity. I pay 30 rand service charges. Why not charge me 130 rand for electricity and just not because charge me service charges? Very good charges? point.
1: Just lastly, if somebody wants to buy an electrical vehicle uh, in South Africa in the near future, what is your message to them? Do it. But... <laughs>
0: find your own way to charge the thing.
1: Plug it into your generator. Yeah.
0: Get really good with potatoes and water and kale. (laughs) Do something. But I wouldn't actually get an electric vehicle right now until we're at such a stage as you can go to a garage Mm. and they have a a power port. A little port, yeah. Yeah. Because Mm. you you can have the best car in the whole world. It's not going... You're not going to break down on the road, run a hundred kilometers, <laughs> buy a supercharged battery and <laughs> run back to your car and charge it. It's not going to work. Yeah, imagine. So go hybrid for now. I'll go hybrid. At least you have a fuel a fuel uh, combustion engine yes. that you can at least top up with five or so liters to get you back onto the road. But with
1: an electric vehicle, if it does, it's dead. Imagine on the end to out in the middle of nowhere, where do you plug your car in?
0: No. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna go take jumper cables <laughs> and plug it. it's like it's like a, I can't think of how it's gonna work. You're gonna be stranded. No, and, that oh. thing's
1: gonna blow, and you know how long it burns. Don't do that. No,
0: no, don't do it. I would I, I would say we not we should South Africa should be more focused on the infrastructure for electric vehicles because yeah. combustion vehicles. If you just think about the sheer number of vehicles driving and the amount of carbon dioxide carbon monoxide and how much pollution as a whole they generate it doesn't make any sense but there's another problem in South Africa if you're replacing your fuel-based car your combustion engine with an electric engine and you have to charge it but to charge the electric vehicle you're burning coal yeah you still you're still polluting and you need you need a renewable So what you saying you nuclear? We just can't power win. Reserve. Yeah. At this stage we No. Just can't win. First steps first, shift away from the the coal burning electricity generation strategy, then bring electric vehicles in. Otherwise you you're you're just yin and yanging. You you are yeah. burning fuel and emitting pollution or you're charging a your car based on pollution electricity generation. Mm. It's just doesn't make any sense so we, we, we have to fix it. escom shouldn't be a monopolized company there should be multiple companies with lots of competition that are all aggregating so that you can choose if you're moving into an area that is supported by a specific power generating p- company that could influence your real estate decision mm. or the the infrastructure is shared you choose the fees and the and the product that best suits your needs and you go with them that's what we need we need competition because yeah. ESCOM would just Flutter into Non-existence If there were Three to five Other power companies That were generating Similar power capacity Yeah Now they're
1: they're saying We can generate Our own electricity But I mean That's small amounts It's not going to Make a difference Maybe it's going to Light up one neighbourhood You know Yeah I know you
0: are riding your you you with your soda powers my, soda power panels and and windmill after bath. <laughs> windmill might help, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we need oh large scale infrastructure. Yes. you know, very commercial level, high grade industrial infrastructure that mm. that generates large volumes of power greenly or. Even via nuclear still somewhat better even though you're dealing with a lot of waste. Nuclear power generation stations have a lot of waste product yep. that we don't have as a as the world, we don't have the capacity to safely stow that away. No. We're building deep deep underground storage facilities to store the waste material which has like a half a million year lifespan or something. Exactly, yeah. Like but which they don't noble. exist yet. They're just being carefully kept until that is built. So yeah no we, we there's some thinking to be done
1: yeah and don't uh, they want to give us a second nuclear station but i don't think it's safe eh? as long as i don't buy from russia or something <laughs> i think
0: i can i can do with it <laughs> yeah as long as i don't have load shedding i hate load shedding so much yeah it's
1: terrible It's so bad for productivity anyway that's a wrap for this week's show man we covered a lot of ground today we haven't? did eh? it was a good day yes good week. like it Let's hope there's no more technical failures when it comes to social media.
0: Yeah, let's just keep Facebook up for a little bit. Let's see if we like it still.
1: Yeah, exactly. Kane, thank you so much. Until next week, same time, same place.
0: Thanks so much for having me on. It's always good to be on the show. And uh, thanks to all our listeners for tuning in. Cheers. See you
1: next week. Enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. You too. Bye-bye.
0: This podcast was brought to you by eRadio. For more podcasts, check out our website on eRadioSA.com or through the essay app from the Google Play Store.